Welcome back to Missy and Ike. Today we're going to do the Beatles. Versus. The Beatles. Yeah. Let's get into it. Okay. I'm Misty. And I'm Ike. For the next 15 minutes. We're going to debate pop culture. My background's in music. My background's in film. I know the topics beforehand. And I don't. We check the internet for the facts. And ruin it with opinions. From pop rocks in your lunchbox. To Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks. All right. It's Monday, February 1st. It is. Episode 136. My gosh. We're just cranking them out, folks. We sure are. If you were waiting on us to quit, if you were shorting us on the quitting stock market. You know what? You know what we are? Robin Hood. We're AMC. That's what's up. Boom. We're the AMC of the podcast world. And we now we we're, quitting. we're ranked in the UK. And in the US. That's what's up. We are number 37 in all of the entertainment podcasts that are categorized as that in the UK. And 177. How are you this afternoon? Wrong button. All righty then. <laughs> Sorry. I was going for a pause. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, what was the number in the UK? 30. It's 37. Yep. In the UK. And 177 of all of the entertainment podcasts in the United States of America. We're coming for you, 176 You and know below. who we're coming for? Joe Rogan. We're coming for Joe Rogan. Yep. We're coming Mark for Dax Shepard. Yep. We're coming for Mark Marin. Yep. We're coming for Sibling Revelry, which is Oliver and Kate Hudson. They're ba at number 38. Bad Friends, the number one comedy podcast. But we're not ranked in comedy. We're ranked in entertainment. And those that I named are categorized in the entertainment sector. We're going to be so popular news. in entertainment that we're going to spill over into comedy. We are. That's what's up. We are. We're not quitting until we're number one. We're not quitting. We're not quitting. We're I can't quit you. Quit, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> All right. What are we going to talk about today? We're doing Beatles versus Beatles. we got to tell them why. Okay. So on this day in history, in 1964, the Beatles had their first number one hit, which was I Want to Hold Your Hand. I want to hold your hand. I want to hold hand. your hand. I want to hold your hand. I want to hold your hand. You want to know a cool fact about, Psh, about yeah. this? Psh, yeah. You want to know what song knocked it out of the number one spot? I want to hold your hand. Uh-uh. You mean what was number one? No. I want to hold your hand yep. went number one in 1964 on the state. Yep. Seven weeks later, it got knocked out of number one. By another Beatles song. It was. Yep. It's she loves you, yeah. She loves yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That knocked it. So we're gonna get kicked off of YouTube for singing we're so, so accurately. Good. <laughs> she loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like singing um, them inaccurately. It makes me feel good. Well, they had never had a number one, and they had two in a row. And then they never stopped. And they <laughs> they didn't, dude. Can't stop. Never stop. No. Stopping. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about the Beatles as a band. Yep. Versus some interesting facts about the individual Beatles and their like solo stuff. Cool. Let me so set the us Beatles laps. versus the Beatles. Oh look, I'm that guy that has his light on on his phone. That guy's a douche. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that so funny? Because it's so true. I saw a guy walking down the street the other day with his light on, and I was like, Oh God, what a douche! douche. You're so stupid. Such an idiot. Turn your light off, douche. You're making all the wrong life choices. Aren't we all right now? Uh, dude, I mean, come on. All right. We're not. 15 minutes on the meow. Starting meow. meow. So we're starting with the band as a whole, huh? Sure. You want to you wanna know some things that maybe you don't know about them? Uh, Yeah, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> all right. So um, Elton John 
famous mm. for covering a Beatles song um, that was a huge hit, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Yep. Did you know that John Lennon actually did backing vocals and guitar on it? I did not know that. It's cool, right? That is cool. Like to cover somebody's song and then be like, hey, guy who wrote it originally. He, um, Lennon said that he actually liked Elton John's version of it better than his own. He's the one that wrote it. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was real cool. Do you want to know the total volume of sales that the Beatles sold? God, I do because I can't even imagine. I bet it is a lot. All told, the Beatles have sold 1.6 billion singles. Billion. Billion singles in the United States. 177 million albums. And that's just in the United States. Worldwide album sales top 600 million. That's incredible. I can't like I can't even my my little pea brain can't even like wrap itself around that. Yeah, they're the number one selling artist on this top uh, list of like fifty best selling artists ever. Wow, that's nuts, right? It's crazy. Yeah, uh, number th- number two. Can you guess who number two was? Michael Jackson. I'm going the wrong way. Uh, oof, this is gonna be interesting. Garth Brooks is number two. Okay. Yeah, right. Let's just move, move around. 156 <laughs> okay. million. Uh, Elvis is number three with 146.5 million. Okay. The Eagles, 120 million. Led Zeppelin with 111.5 million. And then, and then there's a huge jump from Led Zeppelin to Billy Joel at 84.5. Sir William Joel, I think is what you mean. And then Michael Jackson is below William Joel. I don't like that. I don't either. I don't feel right about that. I, I think that we need to you know make what? up the difference and buy that many. I do because uh, Mr. Joel didn't have a, a park with monkeys and rides for kids. So, no, he just got drunk and drove his car into his neighbor's houses like ten times. That's fun. Did anybody get hurt? Yeah. Oh, that's not. Fun. <laughs> yeah. If he got away with it without anybody getting hurt, that'd be awesome. Like, that's what he's known for. But he's also known for being like one of the greatest dudes ever to work for. So. Yeah. You know, whatever. If the Beatles were still together and alive right now as a unit, do you think you would have worked for them? I would like to say yes. I feel like the equivalent of what we have nowadays would be you two. That's the closest thing that we have in sales numbers, scale. Mm Mm-hmm. And I or like the food fighters, maybe? No, they're not up to scale with you two. Really? <laughs> no. I mean, you two won't do arenas. They can't. They literally can only do stadiums because of the demand. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, the closest thing that we have to that would be Beyonce and Jay Z. Or the Stones. <clears throat> uh, the yeah. Stones can actually do like some smaller spots, and really? and the demand isn't. I mean it is insane Mm -hmm. It's all relative Right You know Um, And I did have I was very very close to Working for you two Um, I had a A call with their tour manager um, And Was on track to Be his tour manager assistant And then he passed away Sadly So I Mm. like to think That if the Beatles were still a thing That I would have had that That same Possibility yeah. All right. Well, there we have it, folks. Misty worked for the Beatles. Basically what <laughs> Essentially, I, I worked for the Beatles. Picked up out of that. Yeah. Um, 
so I think this is really cool and it's kind of on track with what you just asked. So Mal, Mal Evans was the Beatles road manager. So the equivalent of their tour manager. Um, he was an unconventional contributor to some of their biggest hits. He is responsible for sounding the alarm clock on A Day in the Life. <laughs> and he struck the cowbell on with a little help from my friends. That's pretty cool. I think that's amazing. Yeah. I love that. The fifth Beatle. He was, the, yeah, the fifth Beatle. I mean, there's so many fifth Beatles. Right. Um, you know, Astrid the photographer, and obviously Yoko, Patty Boyd, like so many people in their realm that were like, oh, I'm the fifth Beatle. But um, Mal actually was the fifth Beatle. <laughs> which is pretty cool. Um, that is that is super cool. I've got a, I'm trying to find a list of the solo albums <laughs> that sold the most um, once the Beatles were broken up in 1970. Well, here is something interesting while you find that. Um, so obviously when the Beatles broke up, McCartney and Lennon were the two that went solo pretty quick and mm -hmm. had the bigger hits. I will tell you my absolute favorite Beatles solo hit is I Got My Mind Set On You by George Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, uh, another very, very popular English musician wrote a song about McCartney and Lennon and their rise to fame individually. And it was David Bowie. The song Fame was written about McCartney wow. and Lennon. Fame. Dun, 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 dun. I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> I knew that that's where you were gonna take that. No, I then, heard it and then I changed my mind. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, George was the first one to go number one on his own. Right. Was that I got my mindset on you? It was the album All Things Must Pass. Mm -hmm. Within uh, those six sides, that's weird. So, um, so it was a record. It was a triple album. Right. So there's so six sides. Yep, yep, that yeah. makes math. Yeah. Um, within those six sides was My Sweet Lord. Which oh, was, God. Yeah. Oh, that's a great song. Yeah. It was the beautiful. first track by an ex-Beatle to hit number one. Wow. All right, George. Yep. In the coming decades, Harrison would find himself on top of the charts with two more singles as and as many albums. Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, and John Lennon, the last, followed their old bandmate on the top of the Billboard Hot 100 in the coming years as well. However, by the late 1970s, McCartney, I read good, has taken his place as the hit maker of the bunch, and he never looked back. Paul's uh, nine number one singles pace all Beatles as solo yeah. artists. What do you think would have happened if John Lennon would have lived? I Do you think that they would have been on par with each other? Or do you think that John would have gone to live in a commune with Yoko and just stopped? I think that there would have been a break. Mm -hmm. I think they still would have broken up in 1970 because that was that happened while he was alive. Yeah. <laughs> so that still would have happened. And I think around 83 to 85, no matter what their differences were, I think they would have patched it up and come back. Um, and maybe even you 85. Think the Beatles would have come back. I think they would have gotten back together for something like We Are the World, like we talked about last week. I think there would have been a global event that they all got together on right. and they made one song. And then of course that, that song has never been written, but that song would have united them again, launched a world tour and much like queen, you know, queen was yeah. huge. And then they took a break and then they all got back together. Well, with a different singer because Freddie died. Well, they, they, they got, I don't know enough about it, to, but <laughs> what I thought happened was who cares what I thought. That's not the truth. But I read something the other day about, 
uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. They showed an early cut of Wayne's World to Freddie on his deathbed. Oh. And he approved the song for the film. And it relaunched the career of Queen. Yeah, I get, I mean, I completely can see that. Yeah, like, so he got that to movie see, was a worldwide phenomenon. He got to see that scene People before he died. People finally got to see how dumb Americans are all, yeah. all over. But that headbanging scene in the car. It's It will go down in film history. Yeah, but let's not go off on a Queen no. sidetrack no. here because we got but you uh, know what? three minutes left. <laughs> we are going to end up eventually doing a whole Queen episode. Oh, we um, have to. We'll have to call your boy Adam for that. We will We will have to get Adam involved in that somehow. Um. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds mm-hmm. that we just talked about. Yeah. Um, did you know that that's not about a girl? I thought it was about LSD. It is. You knew. I didn't know Lucy that. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Uh, what L- does that mean? L, Lucy, Sky, S, D, Diamonds. I never. Come on. I never put that together. I mean, come on. I didn't ever put that together. Yeah. I didn't. Um, I want to tell you something. Okay, because... You know, there are all the like weird conspiracy theories, too, about the, the Beatles are dead. Paul's dead. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. Paul's definitely dead. <laughs> He's not. He's 100% dead. I've met him. He's not dead. He's you fully met the, alive. You met the imposter. Sure. Anyways, so the cover to Abbey Road <clears throat> has the four Beatles walking across the crosswalk, right? Yep. You're aware of this. Mm-hmm. In the background, there's a white VW bug. The license plate is 28IF. One of the things that all of the very paranoid Beatles fans that think that they're, that all the Beatles are dead um, alluded to is that John, had he lived to the album's release date, would have been 28. 28 if. No. 28 if. Weird. Right? Huh. Oh, he's in the 27 Club. Yeah. I just It yeah. just always seems like he lived so much... Longer than that. Yeah. Well, he lived a, a very, like, a lot of life yeah, for they, that age. They got famous when they were, what, 17 or 18? very young. So he had a decade of it. That's yeah. A, that's a lot. Um, you Really quickly, I want to tell you something. Like, if you ever, if anybody ever has some time, um, look up James Taylor talking about his experience the day before with Mark David Chapman, the guy that killed John Lennon. What? He was hanging out with him? JT and mm. Lennon lived in buildings that were side by side. Wow. And um, James had an experience in, outside of his building with Mark David Chapman, the guy that killed John Lennon. So this whole story <laughs> could have been about JT instead? It could have been. Wow. I do want to um, look that up. It, yeah. It's super interesting. And, and James gets kind of tripped out talking about it. Like, because... It was very clear that the person he was talking to was very manic and James had experienced things like that himself. And so tried all of his devices that he had to like calm himself down mm-hmm. to calm him down. And it just didn't really work. And the next day he killed John Lennon. Oh, <laughs> so it's it's crazy. Um, there are a bunch of interviews about it. If you just Google uh, James Taylor talks about John Lennon's killer. Um, you will find video interviews of him discussing it, and it's really interesting. Dang, you never know where we're going to go on this show. Right? <laughs> Man, I think we got to say something about Ringo. I think so, too. I feel like Ringo gets left out because he's just the kind of boring one. Well, he's got plenty of work his himself. Top 10 Ringo star solo songs. Uh, 10 to 1, Devil Woman. Early 1970, okay. Snookaroo, 
Oh, Snookeroo. I am the greatest. Wow, he was not lacking our confidence, was he? The No No song. Good night, Vienna. Blind man. I lost my place. Awesome. Thank you, internet. This is amazing. Blind man. Photograph, which I think was covered by it Beth Leppard. It was not the same song. Back off, Boogaloo. Oh, yeah. And It Don't Come Easy is his number one single from 1971. I mean to tell you, I thought that Ringo was the cutest. Did you really? I did. Something about his weird little eyes. I always thought Ringo uh, was a horrible drummer. You know, he is actually, I just was going to say, he's not considered the best drummer that the Beatles had at all. Because they had one before him. Yes. Yeah, but he was probably a better hang. <laughs> uh, this was something that John Lennon was famous for saying. Asked if Ringo was the best drummer in the world. Lennon <laughs> clapped back. Ringo's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that's uh, funny. Yeah. Um, and did you know about Pete Best, who was actually the original drummer and is considered the fifth Beatle? No. All right. So he got fired um, a month before the Beatles like f just blew up. The reason that he got fired is because <laughs> as they started to do press, mm -hmm. people thought he was the cutest, that he was cuter than Paul. Stop it. No way. Now, the real story is that the Beatles manager actually got rid of him because his um, Pete Best's mom started to like meddle and want to know too much information. She started being uh, like a momager. Interesting. Yeah. But the, the he rumors. He really wasn't the best looking at all. You know, you know what he looks like? Uh, who's the actor that played Aragorn in uh, Lord of the Rings? I don't know. I was actually thinking he looks a little like Eddie Munster. Oh, I could see that too. <laughs> Um, which one was Aragon? I don't know um, which. I I'm not a Lord of the Rings or. I know. Sorry, Aragorn. I need to watch those again at some point. I need to make myself. It was Vigo Mortensen. Look up a picture of. Okay, I kind of see that. Pete Best versus the eyebrows Viggo and Mortensen. the nose, definitely. Yeah. yeah early on. I know or, what Vigo looks like. I had a friend that used to bang Vigo a long time ago. Interesting. <laughs> Let's put that person's name on the screen nope, right here. Not a chance. Um, if you Google Pete Best and click on images and go to the fourth picture to the right at the top. Okay. He looks like Andy Sandberg. <gasps> I love Andy Sandberg so much. He's my favorite. Yeah, not okay. so you, you meet him. I have actually met Andy Samberg, and he was very, very funny and very nice. Oh, hey, look. So, uh, bonus time. Nick Pyatt's calling into the show. Is he? Does he want to, you know, come and produce? Nick Pyatt, you're on the show, bud. What's going on? Oh, he, he completely looks like Vigo Morrison. Oh, hold. I think and oh, my volume is down. Yeah, I see that. Hey, Nicholas, producer Nick, you're on the show live. Hi, Hi Nick. Hello. Am, am I the fifth caller? Yes. <laughs> you win the bottle of... <laughs> Scotch. Scotch, 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 Scotch. Scotch, Scotch, Scotch in my belly. Uh, am I really on, on the show right now? You are. You we're, are. We're wrapping up episode 136 right now. We uh, It's uh, apropos timing mm -hmm. that you called in right now. Give us one quote from producer Nick uh, on the Beatles. I don't think he can hear you, Misty. He's not on the headphones. All <laughs> <laughs> right. One quote what? One quote from the Beatles. We're doing the Beatles versus the Beatles. Oh, one and one and one is three. Oh, 
That's an amazing. Nick, one day we'll have to tell you're everybody amazing. why Misty says you're amazing. We're gonna wrap this episode up, and I'll call you back in two minutes. All right. All right. And now Misty and Ike, and now with more Nick via the phone. Bye, Nick. Oh, here we go. Hello, Nick. Uh, well, that's it. One thirty-six in the can, folks. That's the Beatles versus the Beatles, the Beatles, the Beatles, the Beatles. And one and one and one is three refers to the Beatles anthology. Yep. Nicholas, so. I'm, I'm going to put his business on the street. He's going to get that tattooed on him. I'm not going to say how, but that's part of the tattoo that he's getting next. Okay. All right, folks. Since it's not Friday, get your gray sweater out. Because we were matching today. And it rained this week. It did. It's cold. Last week. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>